All right, Ryan, thank you to Azer Mitzion for sponsoring our On the Road segment. We know how, uh, thank God, inexpensive it is uh, for one swabbing, and we want people to sponsor as many swabbings as possible at the rate of $50 each so that you and your organization can continue to swab IDF soldiers, young, strong uh, soldiers who have 30, 40, 50 years ahead of them where they could potentially be um, uh, a, a somebody who saves the life of somebody who's in need of a transplant. Um, they are... Um, they are heroes. They are heroes. Those who, in fact, become matches and agree to go through the whole procedure to help save someone's life, they are heroes. And, Ryan, you've brought along a hero with you this morning at JM in the AM. I have indeed. Um, you know, Nachum, it's, uh, it's a privilege to, to know that we have 990,000-plus people in the uh, Azimutzion Bone Marrow Registry world's and growing. World's largest Jewish bone marrow registry. That's, that's correct. And, in fact, the, we're the world's sixth largest registry overall right. um, out of some 30 or 40 registries. So that's something I think the Jewish community should be very, very proud of. The reality is that of those 990,000, 549,000-plus. And the reason I say plus is because it's growing. we're doing a bone marrow drive every single day. Um, in the Bakum, which is the induction center for the, uh, the Israeli army, we're doing a bone marrow drive every single day. So we're bringing on hundreds and, and frankly, every month, three to 4,000 new IDF heroes. Um, and uh, that, that gives us the ability to, to reach 549,000 and continue growing. Um, and one of them is indeed here with us uh, this morning. Um, this is Yitzi Stern. Yitzi Stern, who's originally, ironically enough, from Woodmere, New York. And it's a, it, you're described as a former member of the IDF, and you were, in fact, a perfect match to save someone's life. Good morning to you. Good morning. You went to school where? In South Shore. So you went to South Shore. Then went at what age did you decide to go where? 12 years old, I moved to Israel. Oh, with your family. With my family. And to what city? To Chashmonaim. Do you remember this place? Do you remember this area? Of I was here. You have fond lot, memories yeah. of Woodmere. Pizza huh? pie is kind of good big <laughs> you, remember, you remember it all. <laughs> the whole routine you have down oh, pat yeah. again, huh? Uh, and uh, at some point, you're inducted into the army, age of 18, I assume. After yeshiva, 20. After yeah. yeshiva, 20 years old, you're inducted into the army. You do this swabbing at induction, yes. like Ryan just described. Exactly. And you never think about it again no. until... Until I get a call. On Yom from Azikaron, from Azimutian. Azimutian. This was on Yom Azikaron? On Yom Azikaron. I was at a How cemetery with a family. Uh, it's 2017. In 2017, Yom Azikaron, you're literally at the Israel Memorial Day service on the cemetery, and yes. you get a call on your cell phone. You get a call saying you're a match, and uh, would you like to come in for further testing? Every part of the way, they make sure that, you know, you want to. Are you, sure you, are you sure you want to? Because they want to make sure you really understand what you're doing, that you understand the, uh, the weight of it. You remember when we were in Israel, we saw some of this procedure up close and personal. It's not the easiest thing, right? If you, how would you describe it? Tell us what happens. I mean, so me personally, I got shots for a week before to make sure that I would be ready for it to get the stem cells into the bloodstream. And it's supposed to make you weak. And I personally, I went sailing that week. And I, had, I had a great time. I really did. I had a week off the army of and I course. enjoyed it. And when I showed up... compared to the army, this is nothing. <laughs> and when I showed up to the transplant, they said, we're just letting you know. We're afraid this may not work. We think the shots may not have affected you seeing as you had such a great week. And they didn't understand. I'm just, you know, <laughs> energetic. I, I, I'm me and I'm energetic and <laughs> can't hold me down with shots. Uh, shots end after a week. And then this procedure And then the begins? procedure where you lie there on a bed or in a chair for up to five, six hours with tubes and needles. It's unpleasant, but you understand what you're doing. And are you ever told anything about the person who's getting your stem cells? So one year later, I met him. 
the but, whole time. But till that point, no you had idea. no idea if it was a man know, or a woman. I know he's male. Oh, you knew he was male. I found out he was male, and I found out he was 60 plus. Over 60 years old. Nothing other than that. Uh, how did this reunion happen? And do both of you have to agree? Like, what's that whole negotiation yeah, about? Yeah, so I got a call a year later telling me that he wants to meet. He's healthy. And so then I release a form. He releases a form. And Ezra Mitzion sets up a Where? Meet in their headquarters. In Petach right. where we were. And, uh, but what is that like? I mean, it's, you know, it's beyond words. It must be insane. Is his family with him? Are there family his members? Family's with him? with him. His children were with him. Last week and I met, he's I met alive his grandchildren. Also, because, oh, last week you met his grandchildren. We went out to eat and the whole family. <laughs> I, I became. I mean, sometimes it's you know a, a young guy to a young guy, and right. they become brothers. In this case, it's more of like a son or a grandson kind of uh, relationship. And he is alive because of you. And and that whole. That whole thought is not lost as you're standing there with him. Everyone, you get it? It was he in the beginning. It. I really, I couldn't like it comprehend it. was hard to it. believe that, right? But then you see the way he hugs me and he tried reading a letter to me and he couldn't. So he had his wife read it to me and it was just, I can't, you know. The whole thing must have been insane. Yeah. Um, and there are people, we should, I mean, I, I guess this is fair to point out, there are people who may not want to go through that procedure you went through and this whole thing, right? I mean, people do make serious decisions. Do they want to step in and do this, right? I would really hope not, but I'm sure there must yeah. be a very small percentage. I'm told by Ryan it's very, very small. That, that's good to hear. Yeah, don't want to. Um, when we say, so in the idea, it, when this was going on in 2017, were you still in the idea? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, I was serving as a sniper. So how, how long after this whole transplant happens or after all these procedures uh, after you're done with them, do you go back into regular service? So I went in a week later. I mean, I finished the transplant. I'm pretty sure I was back a few days later. Right. And how, do, how does one learn to become a sniper? <laughs> well, seeing as after the army, I continued training snipers. Um, yeah, so you know what you're doing, huh? You know what I'm doing, yeah. Uh, how do you learn? There's a course. You go to sniper school. Just like... Uh, so it's not a skill you just pick up. There are certain things that when we're looking to find a sniper, you don't just, you know, they don't assign the sniper. Right. In the Israeli army, you get assigned a certain, you know, that'll be your They kit. thought you are a sniper because... So it's a lot of uh, keeping your cool and independence. You have to be calm, independent. Usually you have to be Russian. Seriously? Those are the best? Uh, we had six Russians out of ten in my team. Uh, they usually go for a lot of chayalim bodedim, really, lone soldiers. Because? Because they come in with a lot of motivation. Because in the sniper team, a lot of times you have to work and alone. And independence. Independence, right. motivation. So we were 10 guys. We had one Israeli. It was me, a French guy, a British guy, and six Russians. Unbelievable. Did I get that math right? And, and the majority of them were Chayil and Bodudim. Yes. Were you the only one who was not? It was one more. One more. One more that wasn't. Uh, and, uh, and, and how does one train? What, what, I mean, I assume you, you have your own sniper coach, right? You have somebody who trains you. Yeah, and a, it's a lot of patience and, and lying there. And do any of these guys drop out at some point because they realize or your superiors realize that they're not the sniper quality that we thought they might be? Right. So after they choose about six, seven guys, we all get sent to the course. And after the course, only three were selected to join the sniper team. The rest continue as snipers in the unit, but they never really train or, you know, times right. of war they may be counted on but generally the sniper team is the ones that get selected after the course to continue on so you have to be cool calm independent have a lot of patience a lot of, patience. of patience make make unbelievable decisions oh yeah and you can't shake you gotta <laughs> right. be pretty, pretty steady steady on the steady trigger hand. steady on the trigger you have to make very very serious decisions I yes. assume at a moment's notice yeah. 
Anything else? Or the, the, that's basically, that's basically the profile. Eyesight and the basic, yeah. Oh, what about the eyesight? If you wear glasses, eyesight, are you automatically disqualified? You're not automatically disqualified. It really de would depend on your number. You right. can't have too bad eyesight. But right, but, it's, but still, if it's not bad. It's very minuscule, yeah. And um, I, I, th I hate to ask this question, but were your skills put into action? <laughs> I mean, Don't, we try not to talk about that. Well, what does try <laughs> not to mean? Meaning you're not allowed to or... <laughs> or there's a code where you where you you follow the code not to discuss. It it we always felt that that's something that is better not discussed. So even there's nobody would discuss it with you. Would no. discuss it with your sibling, with maybe your parents. A, a friend from the team. But other than right. that, but no. that's about it. So you may Sorry. get together 30 years from now with a team member. And go, oh, remember that day? Remember when, that guy? <laughs> remember that guy who unfortunately was in the wrong place at the wrong time? So let me ask you this. <laughs> if you won't give me details about about the operation, which I totally understand, were those skills put to work? Were they actually put to work at some skills point? Skills in certain ways. In certain ways, they were put to work. Yeah. Amazing. Sorry, uh, I can't elaborate. No, no, that's fine. I just, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here with a Jewish hero. And, and, and usually when I say Jewish hero, I refer to Ryan. Oh, he's definitely the hero. But, right in this, but in this case, both of us defer to you, that you're literally, you. literally a Jewish hero. We, we live peacefully here in the five towns area wherever people are from today because of people like yourself and not all soldiers get that but i think you because you lived here and were part of the diaspora for a time i think you understand what we mean by that yeah it's really amazing to actually hear that every once yeah. in a while i get i get feedback by people in america or all over you know the gratitude and it really boosts motivation when did you finish your service um about a year and nine months ago Unbelievable. Yes, Ryan, go so ahead. No, so Yitzi spoke at our uh, um, golf tournament dinner um, oh, just on now, this Tuesday week. night. Yeah. Right? He was the keynote speaker, and he told his story about uh, what he'd gone through and uh, not only the transplant, but uh, his role in the Army. Um, when he finished speaking, there was a three-minute standing ovation. I can only imagine. You know, because, the, because the reality is every single person there, all the hundreds of people that came out for the tournament to support Azimitzion and to support soldiers like Yitzi and, and giving them the ability to be a part of the registry, they understood that they were, they were literally in the, in, 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 the, in the same room as a true Jewish hero. Simple as that. This is the first time I'm hearing that, by the way. <laughs> I was on the side trying to catch my breath. <laughs> I got down. I it was, was like, so overwhelming. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't know if anybody clapped. I didn't know if they were booing. I couldn't. I had no idea. No, I have a feeling that you were uh, received it's very well, to, to, to say the least. Um, and this is all made possible because of this unbelievable arrangement to swab all these young soldiers. Correct. It's as simple as that. And these calls to soldiers, I assume, are taking place on a regular basis. The calls are, hey, you're a match. Are you willing to come in and help save a life? Yeah, as a matter of fact, we hit a, a new milestone um, in August. Um, over 2,000 soldiers um, have already donated their stem cells and saved lives. That's the majority of the transplants that we're doing are really coming from, from our IDF heroes. Unbelievable. And when we were together at the event in Englewood, New Jersey, that was an emotional reunion between the... You heard about that? I was there. Oh, were you there that night? That was some emotional reunion between the soldier and the man, young man, in his 20s, I believe. In his 20s, yeah. Who had been saved uh, and, and had no idea that the soldier was in the room and was going to greet him that night. The, the whole thing is just unbelievable, literally saving the life. You're a hero, Yitzi Stern, because of your service in the IDF, and now you're a hero because you literally saved someone's life by going through this procedure and being there, uh, courtesy of the people at Azer Mitzion. The whole thing is amazing.
And it does take time to sink in, but, uh, but it's just remarkable. Ryan, information. What do people do? How do people support? What do, they, uh, what do we do to, uh, now that the golf tournament's over, what do we do to support and be there for Azer Mitzio? So the first thing I, you know, I th really should say, if there are people who are between the ages of 18 and 45 right. and have never, ever been swapped before, no matter um, where they live. No matter where they live, no matter what registry they may be in right. from before. If they, were, if they were in another registry, then all, all the registries in the world talk to each other. Right. So there's no need for somebody to be swabbed if they're in another registry. But right. if there's any, any of your listeners out there, again, between the ages of 18 and 45, in relatively good health, um, you know, they should reach out to me. I'd love to send them a swab kit. Get them into the oh, registry. They can do it at home. Absolutely. Wow. It's a cheek swab. It takes uh, the, the thing that takes the longest is filling out the medical form, which is one page. Right. It's really no big deal. Um, but I would love to encourage your listeners to really How join the registry. That? They can reach out to me directly by by email. Um, and uh, should I say yeah, my? Yeah, of course. So it's uh, Ryan at azermitzionusa.org. That's Ryan at e z e r m i z i o n usa.org. Okay. Send me an email. Um, and we'll get a swap kit out to you, uh, you know, as, as as quickly as possible. And you know, we, we you can help us get from nine hundred ninety thousand uh, to to that million mark. Right. Uh, and and we're going on from there as well. Uh, you know, that's 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 the first thing. The other thing we're going to be doing in uh, our next big event, uh, which you guys are involved There's in, right um, is uh, our November 9th uh, TNEC event. Uh, Teaneck, Ang uh, Teaneck, Bergenfield, and New Milford. We're doing a uh, an evening of heroes, uh, where we're going to be bringing out. IDF heroes to come and uh, spread the word about uh, what their experience was like having uh, been uh, uh, stem cell donors. Uh, that's number one. Uh, we're going to be bringing a, uh, a bone marrow recipient who's going to talk about his or her experience um, having gone through really one of the worst possible experiences anybody can go through and how their lives were saved. Um, and uh, we're going to be talking to the community, exposing the community to who we are letting them know that Azimitzion is there as, frankly, as, as a life insurance policy for Jews all over the world. So that's, that's November 9th. Uh, it's going to be taking place at uh, Ketratora in, um, uh, in Tinek. Um, if you go to our uh, website, uh, eveningofheroes.com, eveningofheroes.com, all the information is there. Uh, and uh, we look forward to welcoming a, a, a big crowd. Um, if, if anything, they have to show up uh, to, to hear um, our incredible MC. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh no, it's not you. No. <laughs> our, our amazing MC, um, which is you, and uh, you're going to be having a fireside chat with uh, with Brett Stevens, from, you know, who's currently with the Wall with the uh, the New York Times, which I'm very much Journal. looking forward to. Uh, am I allowed to uh, mention to him all the things he's flip flopped about in his uh, political life? Or uh, let's discuss that before we'll uh, before we take the stage. <laughs> we'll, fig we'll figure that out as we get closer. Ryan, I thank you. Um, uh, AzerMitzionUSA.org? Correct. AzerMitzionUSA.org. Gitsy Stern, you've proven that you don't need to be a sniper to be a Jewish hero. All you have to do is be swabbed and then save someone's life and you're a Jewish hero. Pretty much. You can avoid all the sniper training. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> anyway, Kolaka voted. Thank you and Shana Tova to you. Brian, thank you and Shana Tova. I remind you, Azer Mitzion brings you our on-the-road segments during the month of September. We are here at Gotta Get a Bagel, courtesy of... Azer Mitzion, and I thank you, Azer Mitzion, for making sure we have an amazing month on the road. We're at a mystery location at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for our Thursday live lunch. Mystery location. Tune in at 11 o'clock, and you might just be clever enough to figure out where we are. <laughs>